What's up, everybody? This is Storm Batiste. And this is BA. And we are Made Man Podcast. Welcome back. Bringing you everything that we think every man should know, no matter if you're white, black, skinny, or fat. These are the facts and everything that we think every man of the 21st century should know about savings, investing, dating, and everything else in between. So this week, as always, we have a very important topic that uh, we really are going to take a lot of time to unpack. And to help us do that, we have a special guest on the show. Please introduce yourself, Miss. Hi, everybody. My name is Lena Canyon. Um, I am a fellow podcaster that lives in Boston. Um, I have a podcast called The Activist Hustle. And I'm originally from Columbia, and I'm just visiting New York. Not my favorite city, but I'm really having a good time this time. So We appreciate you coming here for a city that you despise. <laughs> so we, we appreciate you sitting down with us. Yeah, we really do. Thank you for this. And so um, today, before we dive into the topic, y'all know we got to talk about the quote of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one's short and sweet, but uh means a lot. So this is it. Neither men nor women is perfect or complete without the other. Right? Let me say it again. Neither men nor women is perfect or complete without the other. Mm. What does that really mean to you? Uh, uh, you know, I'm going to uh, just uh, throw it back to you. And uh, you go ahead and break it down for us. You started off with your deep dive. Okay. So <laughs> with this, this is actually it's simple. It's simple. Neither men nor women is perfect. So I feel like... Um, for every great man, great man, you need a um, a great woman to help. Uh, they complete each other because you can't have somebody that's one hundred percent, then bring somebody fifty percent to the table. You know, you yeah. got to have somebody that's already got all that stuff together, got all your stuff together. Y'all come together, y'all take over. That's when you start building the empire. It's, it's a complicated quote um, because, like men, I mean, women don't necessarily need men, right? So it's something that we said before on this podcast. So that quote, it's, it's just got me thinking, like, do we really complete each other? Like, women can do anything without a man mm-hmm. except procreate. They might even be able to do that in a few years. In right? a few years, yeah. So it's just like, that's a complicated quote. Um, but what it means to me is just, uh, like, kind of similar to what you're saying. Like, once those two energies I guess two men I mean not two men but a woman (laughs) (laughs) but it's 2018 so I mean I understand what you're saying but when a man and a woman uh, come together just on a mission with um, you know similar worldviews similar um, experiences it can create something like just beautiful like they can (laughs) just come together and uh, take over the world I think okay I feel like I see it a, a little less about the genders complementing each other like men and women having to complete each other and i see it more as what a part let's a successful partnership needs and i feel like your you and your partner are can neither be perfect without the other in a true partnership like that's when you know that's your partner like that's when you know when the person has the strengths that you don't have and you have the strengths that they don't have and you complement each other in each other to form what we define as perfection mm, then okay. that's what it is mm. i like the way you put that perfection together. is so subjective subjective right? though mm-hmm. but actually i kind of i mean what you that's a great angle that you take it from but brian kind of has me thinking now you're right men women really don't need men so mm-hmm. i feel like in order to complete each other you need to have completed yourself yeah. right um, so i guess uh, like i said 100 percent with yourself and then 100 percent with your partner y'all come together and then it's like will smith and jada said you know it's like two people taking their own paths they just choose to do it 
together. So you feel like you can work on yourself while you're with somebody else? Absolutely. Mm. Yes. I feel like it's a constant building process. You're never mm. going to be 100%. But like I said, if I'm bringing dinner, I need you to at least bring dessert, mm. you know, or, or, or do something. Give me the appetizer at least. Have me doing, Don't have me out there by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the appetizer. But uh, that was what the quote was. Um, simple, sweet, but uh, I appreciate y'all sharing with that. Before we even get to the episode, I forgot because y'all know it's Sunday today. So, uh, Yes, we record on Sundays. Rewind. We record on Sundays. Can we just go? Can we go back to? Um, can we reflect on this episode of Power that they were? Oh, this is what we about to talk. Can we reflect on this episode of Power real quick? Just a small tangent, but this is necessary because I just want to say, Ghost, I really appreciate the fact that you finally showed some great parenting mm-hmm. in this last episode. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, Tyreek needed that little. Um, what he, he grabbed him by the neck, didn't he? <laughs> he grabbed him by the neck, like Tyreek. Tyreek needed that. He definitely needed that for a minute. And then turned all the blame back on Tasha. He was like, "You should have been watching him." Yeah, basically. So I just wanted to. Uh, I wanted. To, I wanted to stop there quickly because I thought that was some great parent, and we know Aubrey. Uh, he's trying to step up, and I feel like that was some great inspiration for him. Uh, by this scene, I appreciate that, y'all. So stay tuned for next week because it's gonna be great. All right. <laughs> Is that what we're doing now? We're just giving our little, like, synopsis of what happened in power from week to week now since it's back on TV? Mm-hmm. Okay. Thanks. All right. So, <laughs> I like that since you guys record on Sundays. I think it's important. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, back to the topic at yeah, hand. Yeah, great job right there. Thanks. <laughs> so. so, this topic, um, this comes to us because uh, we talked recently about how we feel about women uh, we feel how we feel about how we play our role yep. in the household, how we see ourselves in the 21st century. And so now we wanted to flip the script and hear the perspective of a woman in the, the 21st, 21st century. century yeah. Right? yeah. Um, her perspective on us men and what we could do better, you yeah. know, how she actually sees us. You know, we, we see ourselves one way, but in reality, that, that may not be how we're actually seen by women, yeah. our counterparts. Yeah. So this is going to be like kind of like an interview style type of thing. So we're just going to. We're going to ask you some stuff. Uh, we're going to ask you some questions, basically, to see what you think, your perspective, you know, your personal perspective on it. And hopefully we can get some good feedback on that. Because we're trying to do better. That's all. We're trying to improve ourselves. We're trying to, for everybody that's listening, every man that's listening, I feel like your perspective is valuable as far as helping them grow and move forward. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. So, um, uh, just whatever, on this podcast, we like to be very candid with our responses, so personal experience, which I'm sure you'll be able to do anyway. And uh, we can just take it from there. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna pop it off. Go yeah, ahead. Go ahead okay. It so my first question for you is: What is your perception of a man in the 21st century? Damn. All right. That's a uh, like a loaded question. Is is it loaded? Hell yeah! Yeah, okay. absolutely. So, but but I will start off with a disclaimer that, like we said, this is just my perspective. So I do not speak for all women mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the world. Um, but I do think that men have it kind of rough in 2018. They, uh, the Me Too movement has really exposed like serious patriarchy ways that we've been... You said the Me Too movement? Yeah. The Me Too movement, can you... The Me Too movement was when um, Harvey Weinstein was exposed for being like this um, executive in the Hollywood industry who had mm-hmm. molested and assaulted like a lot of women. Mm-hmm. He directed Pay the Fool. 
He was one of the directors on oh, Blade Runner. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and mm-hmm. so, yeah. but the great thing about this is, because this has happened in the past, is that this time everybody got with it and was like, okay, let's all stand up. Like, everybody who's ever been victimized by him stand up, and so many women spoke up. Mm-hmm. So, it's, so more often we see in social media and in the news the exposure of things like this or things like the Olympics doctor who abused all these girls and, mm-hmm. and men in power and, and men in, in powerful and wealth, like in wealthy positions that are shining light to what men are going through right now, which is like being born into a system of patriarchy and following those ways, mm-hmm. uh, which isn't really good for our society. Um, but so I think they have it tough because when I look at social media, I see like mayonnaise shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like all men are trash or things mm-hmm. like that. Um, and it's somewhat true. Um, but I also like, you know, we're all, we're all trying to make it like you said, and mm-hmm. I don't think that, um, that's like a good way to go about it. So, so my perception of them is like, they're trying, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're living in a world where they're getting, you know, they, they're mm-hmm. taking the hits of like having to fit a certain, certain gender role and be like, the provider and the macho and like also um what's the word chivalrous mm. yeah oh so chivalry isn't do you feel like chivalry isn't there That's what you mean? well i don't know i feel like it depends on the individual like i said i feel like they're in a hard time where like feminism is especially in the united states and i'm solely talking about the united states mm-hmm. actually but feminism is like a thing like women are empowered we want to like we want to stop living in the mm-hmm. world where it's a patriarchy but at the same time culturally and generationally and there's other factors that have made us kind of appreciate the machismo and the chivalry mm-hmm. and the underlining tones of patriarchy that we don't call out as bluntly so my question to that is <laughs> like have you heard, a lot? like i think i just made up a word it's a term that i just made up and okay. it's called hyperfeminism. like you know how we have hyper masculinity mm-hmm. like i feel like hyper femininity is real right so i was on like you see some wild stuff in new york right so I was on a train probably like sometime last year, right? And this man, like the, the train was crowded. This man offered um, a woman to like sit down. And like she caught an attitude. She was just like, just because I'm a woman, you think I want to sit down? And I was like, but if he didn't, oh, that's crazy. then it'd be an issue. Mm-hmm. So I feel like feminism, I feel like it's a real thing called hyperfemininity and it's going on in 2018 and I'm sick of it, all right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I think like hyperfemininity, femininity, like causes a woman to not actually be a woman. Yeah. Like you can't have a family, like you have to do everything on your own. And that's, that's like, I know women can do everything on their own, but it's all right if you need help. Yeah. Like, and it's just that, you know, like it's. I feel like just that's where we just don't know where we stand yeah. as a man with this with the Me Too movement going on, things like that. We don't know where we stand in society. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, if I could just do a quick take, um, I do feel. I feel like because I'm a newfound feminist, by the way. I, I realized I didn't know what that actually meant. Yeah. I just yeah. learned something today. I, about I didn't know what that story. meant, yeah. but um. It's just, you know, equal for men and women across the board. That's that's all it means. So a man or a woman could be a feminist. I had no idea because I've been so confused by what it meant. Like what Brian said, the story, like that's just being, you know, that's just being a gentleman <laughs> from where I'm from down south. You offer your seat to a woman. But I guess she was looking at it as, oh, because I'm less than you. I'm a woman and I can't stand on my own feet. You want to, like, it's not that deep. It's Maybe just she was having a bad day. showing a kind yeah. gesture. Yeah. <laughs> but 
I don't feel like it should be that extreme. Yeah, I want women to be equal and everything like that, but it's just like, like, and, and I don't feel like men should be insecure either when a woman wants to do certain things, like she wants to pay for all the food or if she don't need you to fix, you know, this dress at the house, she can do it herself. She don't need right. you to do it, right? I just feel like it should, it, we should all come together as a cohesive unit and just like it'd be equal, but at the same time, let a man be a man. Like men, we naturally want to lead most of the time. I'm speaking from personal experience, obviously. We want to be the protectors of the family. Like if y'all go out in public mm-hmm. and somebody run up to you and they just smack the shit out of my wife, mm-hmm. I'm gonna expect her to look at me. I ain't gonna expect my wife to square up because I'm the protector of the family. Mm-hmm. See, so yeah, we can be equal across the board. That's how it's supposed to be anyway. But at the same time, like I feel like some men just based on how things were, based on where they are now, they feel like they still, they feel like a woman needs them to do, they, they need to be felt, they need to feel like they're needed mm-hmm. in order to still be a, a, a man. But that's not the case in these days. We know that women probably don't even need do, it. Yeah, it's just like not a, really, no. It's a want. Yeah, yeah. So, um, go ahead, I'm sorry. Well, I think there's there's two points too that I want to say to what you just brought up, Brian, because, and, and it goes with what you're saying in terms of, partner well again like partnership and and what we need from each other but so two things one it's all cultural and generational too like femininity and masculinity do not exist alone they they exist very embedded in a culture so when you have a city like new york which i think is like one of the most diverse cities of you know ever just by definition um i picture that i picture two different cultures clashing as opposed to the feminine because like what feminism means to her is not what it means to him Mm -hmm. and that was very clear but also that's just plain rude like if somebody offers you a seat you can do it Um, but i want to entertain you to think about what it's like to constantly experience that like constantly can you imagine this woman just yelling at every man that did a good deed for her or vice versa or like having the man the woman constantly say oh it's because i'm a woman that you're doing this yes because that's what has happened throughout our whole lives and has caused some of these not that it's okay but it's like you know you get to a point in every activist movement when you're like we're fed up Mm -hmm. and i think that that might have been that woman's (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so should I not offer anybody a No, you should mark? continue okay. to be you because culturally you your definition of what a man is supposed to be mm-hmm. is a chivalrous one. Mm-hmm. And from what I've heard in the Made Men podcast is that you're trying to empower men to do that, to, mm-hmm. to uphold their cultural and values. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, for Latinos, we are like we have so much machismo, but there's so much beauty in the chivalry of our men as well. Mm-hmm. That I yeah. Break that down. Machismo is like essentially hyper masculinity, mm. but in like the Latin <laughs> culture, is like the man is the provider. It sounds a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds a lot better like that. <laughs> but now, so um, so let's let's go a little bit deeper than that. So, how do you feel like men carry themselves though now in this day and age? Do you feel like we we carry ourselves well in society as far as like you know being these upstanding citizens, uh, gentlemen, uh, you know, career oriented? The way we respect women, the mindset that we have, like the men you've come across, have they carried some of these traits where they respected themselves? Hmm. I think, in especially the age that we're in right now, like I'm in my late 20s, so I'm like surrounded by a lot of people my age. And I think that it's a it's an interesting age to be as a man who's like finally independent, right? Like college is done, you're a couple years out, you're trying to figure out your career and your next moves. Um, so I think that like my view on men right now is that yes, they are somewhat thoughtful about their like 
current state and um, have like clear goals, right? Like if you were asking me this at 18, I'd be like, mm, that'd be a whole different right, conversation. Right. We are um, but, but I also think that, again, the biggest issue is the the difference in our genders and how we see each other as more than, like you said, what feminism is, that we don't have that. We don't have the equality and we don't just have it socially. We have it embedded in like our wages and the way that women mm. are sexualized in social media. Like it's literally in every aspect of our lives. Um, but it's not necessarily, I don't want to say their fault. It's just that they haven't awakened yet. Like, it, men, right now, my perception of them is that they have a really hard time coming to terms with that truth. Mm-hmm. The one about what feminism really is. Mm. And that that has been my biggest struggle with like men up till now. And even like younger men, like my brother, he's 21. And like I talk to like, you know, his friends and I'm just like, damn, okay. So the feminine, what is it called? The uh, masculine fragility it's like very I, don't, real. I don't even know what that is. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't like what? I don't, I don't understand. Like you've never heard the. I've heard, I've heard of it, but it's just like I don't understand it. Like it's just like, why wouldn't you want everybody to have equal everything? Like, exactly, but like some, but it men seems like it's just cut and dry. Fragile like, when it comes to their masculinity. Like the moment, actually, perfect example. I was at Taco Tuesday with my brother and like a, a bunch of friends, and all the girls were sitting. And there were two seats and there were three of them standing and they refused to seat because they wanted to be the macho that stood. And I was like, bro, there's two seats. Like one of you grab a seat. Mm-hmm. And one of our friends was like, I'm going to sit down because my masculinity is not that fragile. But it's like, again, it's like you're made to think that you have to be this masculine type of guy to show us something. That's the way society and any Yeah. Us. And anytime somebody down. hints that you're <laughs> not. <laughs> I'm sitting down. Like. But anytime that somebody hints that you're not that. Mm you become fragile like immediately you're like bent out of shape and you're like no 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 like i have to prove myself and like mm-hmm. power is a great example mm-hmm. like look at all the like male fragility and power that has caused all nah, of these men to make yeah, yeah. terrible that's decisions a that's a fact yeah. like what no nah, i definitely agree um i don't know i guess it's just the way society is set up from what i've seen my personal experience it's like stuff like that makes you look softer you know yeah or like like you said less than a man if you sit down no, it's not even that about to sit down. It's just like... If you do anything against the norm. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like even just... If you want to take it to another step, just showing emotion and stuff like that. Like, for a man to be emotional, a lot of people look at that as, oh man, he's soft, he's weak. You know, like, it's... That is the biggest way that we have conditioned men to have the... the like, to for the patriarchy to stand that long. We have removed men at a very young age. Like, even when you're little, we don't acknowledge emotions, especially for men. Yeah, so, I mean, it's just... I, I feel like now we're, we're just starting to embrace that a little bit more. Uh, well, well, we can... You know, we can be in our feelings sometimes. Like, especially thanks to Drake. Yeah. We, we can be in our feelings. Um, it's Drake. okay. <laughs> it's okay to show emotion and still be a man. You can shed a tear. One single tear is okay. But <laughs> just that one. <laughs> but it's it's True. just like getting everybody as a whole to be on one accord is the hardest thing. Like me and him may see that, but you got five other people down the block. Oh, he weak, man. He cried. Mm-hmm. Nah, day. like I, I definitely have a problem with emotion because mm-hmm. that's just how, that's the way I was um, conditioned. Like emotion is just nice. Emo- emotions get you killed, basically. Mm-hmm. So it's just like that's how I was conditioned, and that's something I'm still working through myself. So, so I try not to just judge, like, judge people. I used to be that guy that was like, man, are you crying for it? Like, come on, man. Yeah, Tighten yeah. up. 
But now I'm more, you know, open to, okay, maybe he's just, that's the way he expresses himself. Now, it's still a difference. Like, don't be a, a crybaby now. Like, you just cried mm-hmm. everything. That's the way you handle conflict. Like Drake. Uh, no, not like Drake. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> We're not, we're not, we're not going to do this on this podcast. Like, we're not going to slander Drake on this podcast. I mean, no, no slander, but we got to... Okay, yeah, we're not going to get into that because I was about to unpack. We had to unpack. Because um, I just don't understand. He's not a deadbeat dad. He's come out and said... So we are talking Drake, about Drake, might, Drake might be the ideal like father of the ideal man of the tw- of 2018. He's in his emotions. He 170 million downloads. I just want to get this clear on the podcast. So we are doing this. We are jumping into Drake. No, we're not. Because if we're jumping into Drake, I'm ready. But if we're not, I just want to make sure we stay on track, you know? I think the world would be a much better place if we taught little boys and little girls how to deal with their emotions at a younger age. I agree. But I think, like, just teaching emotion isn't always the easiest thing. Like, as somebody, as a parent, or I'm not a parent, but as somebody who um, maybe raised in a house without emotion or more more so logic, like, it's a little bit harder for your child to understand what emotion is. Like, it's hard to say, like, all right, I'm going to cry because I feel this way about this. Mm-hmm. And for them to be comfortable to do that, like, if you wasn't raised around it, then it's just, like, it's hard for somebody to just do it. Yeah. Or when it comes to expressing yourself, like if you have an issue, instead of um, I guess balling up, instead of just talking about it, that's an issue if you weren't taught it. And um, I don't know, like emotion is like a tough thing. I think for men and women. Well, honestly. And the issue is that we're still trying to figure it out. Like, how can we teach how to do that when we're still trying to learn? Thanks. Okay. I mean, I already said pretty much my piece on emotion. Um, it's okay to show emotion, but uh, show emotion, but at the same time, you don't have to be weak to show emotion. You still mm-hmm. be a man. You mm-hmm. still be a leader uh, if you show emotion. Mm-hmm. All right. So the next question that I have for you is, uh, what has been your experience with men of the 21st century, personally and professionally? Ooh. So I think that um, there is a difference between, you know, I haven't had many problems with men that are my age in professional spaces. I think that they've learned to cope with that space and like they, they know how to maneuver in that they're welcoming to women in that space. I think I will raise the question, but we won't do a deep dive of it, of the difference between men of color and white men mm-hmm. in, in the professional space. Um, because that's a whole other talk. Mm-hmm. Um, but in what was the other one? In the personal. Yeah. Um, so personally, we live in such interesting times because I have met very like like amazing men mm-hmm. who are like with it. Like they respect me as a person. Like we have we have similar goals. Like we have the same drive. And then I meet men who like literally send me dick pics all the time. <laughs> And I'm like, what the hell? How, where does the spectrum? Where? How does the spectrum of men? That, I was, I was never good at that. Like, um, <laughs> as far as like, I haven't done that since high school. I think that was high school. That was a but cool. it's just it like still happens. Wait, Let wait, me wait, tell wait. you. No, wait, she's wait, right. Did y'all check the group chats? <laughs> wait, it still happens. And wait, wait, wait. When it comes to the dick pics, 
Like, is it just like, do they expect a response after that, or what's, what's supposed to be like? Oh, oh my god! I, I actually, I actually don't want to unpack the dick pics uh, part of that conversation. You okay with that? Yeah, I'm totally fine with that. But it, but I say that to say that there's a spectrum on men. Like, there's a spectrum, and I don't know where people lie. Like, I just don't because again, like, I'll meet somebody, be cool, yeah, we exchange, and again, like, I'm not. I'm not like actively out seeking a partner, so it's not like I'm courting or being courted. And then I'll get random texts like that, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like when? And and on the totally other end, I've met people who I'm like, we're gonna be friends forever. Like, yeah, like I got you. I mean, I feel like that's not really anything that goes away with the times. <laughs> I feel like men are just men. Like you're always gonna have, you know, your educated men. You know, every man that fits in a different category. It doesn't matter. There's always gonna be somebody that's gonna send me mm-hmm. a dick pic. Just. I feel like that's never going to go away with the time. So in the 1800s, what? They just like they, drew it and mailed it to you? No, like, how did no, that happen? You, you, just show, you just showed up to the crib. You just showed up to they the drew crib. A picture of it and couriered it to you with the pigeon. So. But I no, I get, I get what you're saying, the education part. Yeah, and I think that goes for both men and women. It's just, it's one of those things that's just, that's just a man. Like, some men are just, that's how they are. Like, they don't know how to express themselves, so they send a dick pic. I don't know. That's not something I personally am experienced with. No. But I know a lot of people that have done that before. I know a lot of women that talk about you yeah. know, they've received those. It works sometimes. For from what? what I heard. Works what for I heard what? Of. What is the goal? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Because this I is don't, I don't know the goal. goal. Then like, you got to sneak one, that in. No, nah, listen. Yeah. Listen, like one of my friends have done, has done it before. For what? With what purpose? What was the goal? I don't know the purpose. Mm, okay. Like he was like. Yo, I know the purpose. He was like, he was like, yo, I just sent you a pic of my dick. And she, was, <laughs> she was digging it. And I was like. Okay. <laughs> okay. Again, let's pause this conversation. Yeah. I guess the only takeaway is always ask first. Just don't do that, man. Okay, clearly she's upset about Please these pictures, men, so stop sending those pictures to her now. Okay? Okay. Done. Done. So, now that we've <laughs> jumped over the dick question. Listen, I'm curious to see how this shit work from a woman perspective, yeah. right? Because I don't That's do it. Here, right? I don't no, do it. No, but clearly women That's like that kind of thing. That's why men do it. Y'all, some, some. Some women encourage it. Yeah. Okay. But you'd be surprised. There's a whole population of women ranting about this because it happens to them so often and they don't want it. But then the women that's... You know, on the other side of the coin that y'all don't mention are the ones that's like, hey, yeah, send it to me, girl, look at that's this. That's why I said ask first. Always ask first. Yeah. Um... So I guess this next one is something I've been kind of um, thinking about a lot too because um, I really didn't understand for a while. So thankfully you can probably help me unpack it a little bit more. So a lot of women will argue that they don't need a man. They simply want a man. And a lot of men would argue that they that a woman needs them. Women don't believe that though. So can you first just kind of tell me what is the difference between a want and a need? And then tell me like, do you feel like you need a man or do you just kind of want a man? And, uh, you know, just how do you feel about that whole thing? What's your take? Um, right. So I think it's in, it's individual. It's situational. depends on the person um, and their values. Like, what is it that you need as a person, right? Like, what is it that you're looking for? Like you said earlier, like, if you're wholesome and you feel like you're complete already, then you might just want a partner. And that might just be a woman or a man. And you want... And it's like, what, what is it that you want in them, right? Because they're not all, if they were all cookie cutter and we just wanted a man, we could just go grab one and be all set. Mm-hmm. But this is why we like date and like figure out what is it that we want in a man. 
and do and do we need that like what is it that we need and what is it that we want i think for me personally and this takes this is not something easy that we like know off the bat like this is time that we have failed relationships to help us figure that out right like mm-hmm. we go through friendships where we like certain things about them but know that they're not going to be more or so we, we've learned to maneuver this and i think at like late 20s um you you should know at least what you want right mm-hmm. or what you don't want maybe maybe some of us don't know what we want but we know what we don't want mm-hmm. um and i think the necessity comes from what is it that your goal is mm-hmm. so the need like the difference between the, the need and the want um is the necessity of like if i want to have children i need financial stability this is for mm. me personally like mm. if i want to have children i need financial stability okay i guess i guess what the thing and this is from what I'm, i understand women are coming from more of a literal sense they're saying okay the things that i need in life are water oxygen <laughs> god you know whatever your religion may be and myself to be happy i need those things I don't need a man for any of those things. I guess they're saying, or, or, or for procreation too. You know, right. they need that from a man. I guess they're saying a want is like, they don't need a man because they can live their whole lives without mm-hmm. needing a man. Because it's not essential to their body, like being at 100%, they don't, they don't need a man to grow, you know, physically mm-hmm. or anything like that. They choose to want a man. That's from my mm-hmm. understanding. Like, I don't need you, I want you. That's why yeah. I keep you around. You know, I want you to come and be that person for me, but I don't need you to. They're, they're making it very literal. Yeah. So I guess that's where they're coming from with that. It's like the essentials, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what are my essentials? And is a man one of the essential needs mm-hmm. that I have? No. Like, if, okay. Yeah, so like, that's agree. the question. Okay. No, like, for my survival and my progress, mm-hmm. do I need a man? No, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. But do I, do I need, for my personal goals, do I need a man? Like... Do I like to be, and I think it goes again with relationships and like when it comes to like love and like cuddling, like do I like that? Yeah. Do, would I thrive off of that every day? Mm-hmm. Probably. Like mm-hmm. you probably get a happier Lena, mm-hmm. you know, if, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you would, not that I'm, that, not that I'm not unhappy, but, or not that I'm not happy, but if it enhances your life, like mm-hmm. why wouldn't you, right? Mm-hmm. Like why wouldn't you get a, a, a car that you actually like or mm-hmm. eat the food that you actually enjoy mm-hmm. or live the life that you want if mm-hmm. what you want is a partner. Mm-hmm. So you feel like you can live your whole life without a man pretty much? I, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Which is ironic that I say that because I always had a relationship. Like I've always, this is the first time that I've been single like since I was like mm-hmm. 14. So how do you feel about the statement um, that in order for a relationship to work with the man, that the man has to be more into the woman than the woman is into the man. Oh, I don't even think I've heard that. Huh. Okay. In order for the relationship to work? In order for the relationship to work, the man has to be more into the woman than the woman is into the man. Like, the love is still there, the chemistry is still there, it's just that the man is just a lot more... Invested. Invested than the woman. Um, I personally would disagree, mm-hmm. because I, I like to think that in an ideal world, we're equally invested, mm-hmm. and that means equity, but I also am realistic, and I realize like the times that we live in, and how far we've come, but how far we have... And I do think that our relationship could thrive off of a man investing more. 
often more often than not a woman invests more but that again that's how we've been conditioned like we've mm -hmm. been conditioned to be the care the ones that care for in an emotionally and in um almost like selflessly way mm -hmm. um while the man invests on us as opposed to on you as an individual um so i can see that happening i don't see it happening vice versa like i've seen a lot of failed relationships where the women always invest more okay that's typically the way it'll go yeah. but again this is because we haven't taught men that it's okay to be emotionally invested as well as invested in all the other avenues when you say we who is the we society okay like we haven't taught our men this like we every culture every age so far every race like we just haven't really told our men that that there's value in emotional and, and in sensitivity even sensitivity is such a ooh, like people don't like to talk about that word but that word only really just means like being really thoughtful and careful about what you do like mm -hmm. being aware as opposed to being soft which is the connotation that it always gets mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well i guess that kind of like leads me to my next question so how do you feel about the statement, men ain't shit? First of all, <laughs> where does that come from? Can you please give some context? So the context behind that question is just like most women that I come in, like I have discussions with, uh, they talk about their dating experience, they talk about their personal life. They always bring up the thing that just men ain't men are shit. Trash, yeah. And men are trash. And it's just like, with a, with a bad guy in like I'm just like with, like are. no matter no like no matter like if it's her fault and sometimes it's her fault I don't think she wants to admit it but I feel like it's always on us as far as like whether the relationship worked or not whether I made you my girlfriend or not whether we got married or not it's always our fault so how does this oh, come on you okay <laughs> okay <laughs> 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 my two-piece real quick um yeah uh first of all i'm gonna be the bigger person disclaimer men ain't shit a lot of us are not <laughs> a lot of us are not but that's not all of us mm -hmm. right I, I see all these posts on instagram twitter facebook hashtag men ain't shit you know feel relationship again and stuff like that and so women like they've sort of put us all in this category so the good man we we get put in that category too so when we go into a relationship we automatically having to deal with some stuff that happened in a prior relationship we catching the backlash mm -hmm. from that mm -hmm. and so now because uh, women and, and y'all do y'all do give 110% I've been with some women that really go 110 hard for that went hard for me but she just wasn't the one for mm -hmm. me and so I did not make her my girlfriend. And now all of a sudden I get thrown in the men ain't shit category. When I told you I'm not really looking to be in a relationship yeah. right now. I told you that from the get-go, but yet and still, at the end of the day, you, you felt like you could convince me to turn, change my mind, which is not a bad thing. You're a great woman, mm -hmm. but I'm still, I'm not shit all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. So when we repeatedly like just communicate with you like, we're not looking for that with you from the beginning. Right. But we always get put into that category. Like It's always our fault. Like, we just not shit. So, do you believe all men ain't shit? Let's go ahead and start there. <laughs> well, yeah, like, yeah, we can start there. Yeah. Um, damn. Okay. 
there's so much that I want to reply to, but I guess, okay, yeah, we can start with, um, yeah, I told you guys earlier, like I do, I think all men are trash, and I don't think that it's your fault, like I think that society has set it up for you to be trash. Now, has every man have had the awakening where they realize this? Like, has every man come to terms with the fact that they haven't had to deal with their emotions, or they have to be this macho that they're, you know, no. And those men are really trash. Mm. Like those are the like frat bro, you know, bros. Oh, who are whoa, like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. A oh minute. no, I'm bringing frat bros <laughs> up. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. wow. Like I'm, who are I'm like out there being. So, are you? Are you? Isn't that like the main point of frat culture though? What? No. The power in it? No. Yeah, the power no. and the meaning no, of like, men listen, together. Like Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated is full of wholesome men looking full of for wholesome women. It's full of growth, <laughs> men growing and changing. Stop. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know what? I'm, I'm going I'm to take you on this one because I was ready to go for Drake, but I'm looking over here. I'm not going to do this. No, we'll let you So, do. So I'll say, but yeah, all yes, yes. We live in a society where men have no option but to be born as trash and go into into it that way now as you grow and depending on what kind of upbringing you have you either learn to dismantle that right like you learn to become a better person and to really see a woman as an equal and also if you think about it worldwide like if we're talking about men are trash worldwide then the answer is yes like look at all of the other countries where women don't even like can't even drive and can you give us some examples real quick it's a lot of Facts coming out, but examples of how men are trash yeah, in other countries. Please. Okay, in India, women can still be sold for like a goat, and it's a man's right, decision. My bad. Okay, you're right. You're right. <laughs> what? That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> like, out, yeah, out, outside. I mean, outside of the U.S., I get it. It's still a lot of crazy yeah. stuff going on. Let's talk about inside the U.S. Okay, where so, we are. so inside the U.S., you know. So, what was the question? That how an example of how yeah, men are trash in the U.S. A few examples of how men are trash since we all trash. Okay, absolutely. Uh, let's start with music videos. Let's start with hip hop culture. I don't even watch music videos. Let's, let's yeah, start with hip hop culture in high school. <laughs> let's just do hip hop culture alone. Okay, hip hop culture. Misogynistic. Exi- yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. So immediately people look at them and they're like, all men are trash. Like, look at how many celebrities have cheated on their significant other. And culturally, we're a culture in the US that values monogamy, right? Then why do so many men cheat? I mean, that's what's covered in the. See, like, but, that's, but you're but telling that's me a, to give you examples. I'm, t- whole, I'm giving you examples. And I'm not saying I believe this. I'm, it's whole, all. It's all part of the bigger patriarchy. I'm not saying that yeah. this is like, you know. Monogamy is that, a complicated I mean, Jay Z did. It's you know, Jay Z did everything. Hey, listen, you make, you make a whole album Tristan afterwards. Cheated. Like, the I only, I swear, the only one who has not cheated is like Kanye. <laughs> That we know of. We're not going to take a deep dive on that. Yeah, but, is wild. but you know what I mean? Like it's just, And we're used to it. Again, we're desensitized to it. So women are like, oh, I just want to settle for a man that won't cheat. And it's like, really? That's what you want in your life? Like, So so yes, I do think that all men are trash. Do I think it's their fault? No. And do I think that maybe that phrase isn't the one that should be used? Yes. I think that... The phrase, like we were saying earlier, it's about the delivery and it's not so much about what's behind that. Maybe all men are not trash. Maybe all men need a better sense of awakening well, as to, to their own masculinity. Have, have you considered that maybe a lot of women are just dating trash men? Maybe they keep dating the same trash men? Yeah. Maybe yeah. you want to check it out? It wouldn't trade... Okay. 
have you considered that there's a ma- the majority of men are trash and that's why women date them? Maybe you're not looking for the right one. I feel like women oftentimes like put the man in the friend zone that the one that she should be dating. Why? Hmm? Why? Why should she be He's dating him if she made He's the- too good. Why like, he, he, does why? Every, he does everything right, I feel like. I feel like right in, he's there in for her. In view of who? Who's deciding whether that's right? I'm just, like, speaking from experience. Mm-hmm. Speaking but you're, from experience. you're speaking from your experience. Yeah. I think, I think yeah. one big thing that you brought up, I think one big thing that you brought up is the communication of it, right? Like you said, after I told this woman mm-hmm. that this is what I wanted, and I think that that's where we fail as a society and as partners. Like, mm-hmm. we fail in communication so bad. So bad. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but men, you're terrible at communicating. Yeah. And we so over-communicate mm-hmm. to the point where you don't know what the fuck to listen to. Because mm-hmm. we're just, like, processing shit. Mm-hmm. Or at least for me. That's mm-hmm. been my experience. So, it all goes down to communication. Because if you're telling me one thing, but I'm hearing something else, like, my perception of it is different, who cares what you said? It's about what I took from it, right? And we're really bad at checking back in. At being like, hey, so... I said this. What does that mean to you? Yeah, that hear, never happens. The y'all follow-up. Hear, y'all hear something once, happens. and y'all just roll with it. Yeah. And that's really what it goes down to. So, and there are women that are trash. Like, let's just be real. There are many women that are trash too. Okay. And so it's not. This is not solely to one gender, but but the patriarchy is real, and feminism is real, and it's clearly a movement because we don't have it. So you can't deny that there's inequity in uh, of the gender of their genders like that that doesn't exist so with that basis yeah i do believe that the men are all trash yeah mm-hmm. but i don't think that it ends there i'm offended I'm, are you it's a tough spirit it's a I'm tough offended. pill to swallow but yeah. at the end of the day i'm not gonna lie we all we we, we kind of trash sometimes yeah and now there are good men out there but the men that are the good men the good guys quote unquote they never win y'all don't want the good guys no. he's in the friends well stop he's stop, in the friends he's chilling in the friends no guys it's just he's chilling in the friends why why is that the conclusion as opposed to maybe that just wasn't the woman for me like have you have you guys ever seen um what's that damn movie there's this movie about 500 days of summer it's like about a relationship and a guy being like super excited about this girl. He loves her. He's taking her dates. He's building with her. Right. And she's just like chilling. She's like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about you. But there's an argument that she leads him on. She goes on all these dates with him, goes in a relationship with him. But she's like, I kind of don't really want a relationship. And he's like, but we're doing all this shit. Like, you know, we're. And then at the end, she's like, yeah, I don't ever want to get married. Like, no, you're not for me. So like, he goes through the breakup. Wait, and she like, dubbed him in it? Yeah, she dubbed oh, that's, him. Oh, that's on her then. She, like, that's yeah, on, she that's, dumps that's him. On the, and that's on the guy for, like, after she repeatedly told him, like, listen, exactly. like. Exactly. But then, plot twist, at the very end, they meet up again, and she's married. And he's to like, him? I thought, no. Oh, to And he's like, wait a minute. I thought you said that you just weren't for that life. And she, she just looked at him. She said, I was wrong. And it just wasn't you. So, kind of like what you said earlier. Like, I was wrong, mm-hmm. and it just wasn't you. And I think that we don't know as people and as partners in rela- in romantic relationships how to communicate. We just don't. Okay, so women are trash, and men are trashier. I like yes. That. I think we yes. can move forward with that. I think we can leave with that. I think we can both leave with that. <laughs> All right, so, I mean, do you have anything else? Uh, um, I guess just... Since we're trash year. I told you and, we went off. <laughs> and since we're trash year, I guess that like leads me to the next question, which is how would you like to see men progress and improve? Oh my god, Love this is that. a great question. Really think about this because yeah. 
man, yeah, well, obviously, there are some good men out here. I like to think of myself as a good man. I can yeah. speak from personal experience. Are you? I like to think of myself as a great man. You're right. Thank okay. you. Good is setting okay. myself way below the bar. Okay. So, thanks. Uh, what do you feel like we can do better? Uh, men are trying right now. Um, Career-oriented. Uh, men are doing great things right now. So, what do you as a woman feel like we could do better as a whole? Okay. I'm going to give you three things. Okay. So, it's... Do I need to write these down? No, yes. I, I, think, I, I think we all should write these down. down. If you're listening out there, please write these down. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the first one is redefine what it means to be a great man, right? And I think that both of you have done this in this podcast. So I think your listeners are kind of already familiar with that action, but not every person is. Like, not every person really thinks about, like, what does it mean? Like, wh who is my greatest me, right? Like, in your personal journey, but as a man in particular, what does it mean to be a great man? So mm -hmm. redefine what it is to me. Yeah. Redefine what it means to you, right? Because... You might be a great man, you might be a great man, but you're not the same man and you don't do the same things. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean for you? Um, and challenge why. Why do you think that Is way? this point number two? It's 1B. 1A. 1A. You skipped A. 1A. Number two would be when you, whenever you do something that you're doing because you are a great man or that you attribute to like man this really makes me great analyze and see if there's a power dynamic in it a power dynamic you know what i mean like so an example is a father and i know you guys aren't fathers but like a father who takes care of his kid or like it takes the kid to the park or takes the kid for a weekend instead of thinking that you're helping the mother instead of thinking that it's something that you're doing for someone else like Analyze the power dynamic that there is so you can establish a partnership. So can we like can you give me another example? Yeah, I'm kinda yeah, confused. Okay. So okay, so another one would be oh, you said this earlier, paying for dates, right? Mm -hmm. Like paying for dates. To you that might be super chivalrous and it might be in the first couple of dates, but let's be real, dates are expensive. Super like expensive. Go, yeah. yeah, like going out, drinks, food, and you're constantly you know, why why are you putting yourself in that? So re-examining the power dynamic in that right you're doing it because you want to be a great man you want yeah. to show this woman that you can provide but it, there's a power dynamic there like if you step and you look at it and you're like damn just in that action itself let me let me help this empowered woman bring that to light by asking her if she wants to split the bill or if she's comfortable with me paying each See, one. that's that's a slippery well, slope. Well, no, it's not. Because that's then a you know what type slope. of woman you're dealing with. And if you're trying to be your best man, you need someone that's going to challenge that. And if the woman says, yeah, I'm comfortable you paying every single one, then that's a conversation that you guys need to have about how that's not realistic for a partnership. It's just not. It's a fact. Hey, right? Amen. So, so that's what I'm saying. Like, re-examine those power because that's what brings to light if you're doing what you want or what you need or if you're just doing something because society told you to. And at the end of the day, this woman is not really going to be your partner because she's going to be relying on you financially for dates. And if you take her more than dates, then it's going to be more than dates. Mm. Does that mean that you're going to be paying rent when y'all move in together? Like, does that... You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's a great... I think that's a great way to screen somebody. Yeah. Um... And then the third one would be to be kind to yourselves. Be kind to yourselves. Yeah. I think men are really rough on themselves. And I, like I said, I think you have a lot of things working against y'all. Like in society and in relationships and with your own personal stuff. But 
I think you need to take it a little bit easier on yourself too. Mm. Can you give, can you give us an example? Okay, um, an example of somebody who I know that hasn't that doesn't take it easy on themselves. Yeah. Um, so I know this guy who has three baby mamas at this point. Mm. Mm. Um, Jesus, he can't be kind to, he can't be kind to himself is what it sounds and he's like. My, yeah. <laughs> three and he's my friend. Shoot the club up. <laughs> <laughs> this man pull out game don't exist. Stop, right? You know what? And he's my friend and I love him. So if he does listen to this, I need that. Hey, all his kids. Um, but I think that we all make mistakes and sometimes men are more held to their mistakes than women are. I think that they're like constantly had to, you know, and I think that not that a child is a mistake, but I think that he could have made better decisions financially. And I think that now he beats himself up a lot. About Wait, so you feel like a man takes his mistakes like a lot harder than a woman takes her mistakes? Yeah. Oh, it's, they're meant to. You're conditioned to. Yeah. You're conditioned right. to. If you make a mistake, ooh, it's the end of the world for all of us. So you feel like we're very dramatic. Yes, dramaticos. No, yeah, like right. well, women are allowed to like bounce back. Like, I don't know how because I feel like I don't feel like it's just a gender decides who take. Like, it depends on the mistake. Like, I feel like some women they don't feel you know their mistakes hit them a lot harder than some men's mistakes hit them. Well, like, if I don't you think like it's just a, if you think of the patriarchy and the men being the head of it, any mistake you make affects everyone else. So even if you you don't think that your mistake was a big deal, everybody around you does because they all were depending on you for that. So like when a man loses a job or when a man is a deadbeat dad or when a man, yeah, and that's honestly that's like internalized trauma that they carry with them yeah. and gets passed down in generations too. Yeah. Where yeah. women, we're not really held to that standard. Like we can fuck up and come back because we're used to it, mm. but nobody is really looking at us like it, this was your job. It was your job mm. to provide. It was mm. your society just hasn't done that yet. Yeah. So we're not equally held accountable, but this is the one case where men are more held accountable, unrightfully so. Yeah, like think about it. Like when you talk, when you first talk to a woman, she'll tell you straight up, like, "Yeah, I cheated in one of my relationships." But let us say it, then it's like, "Oh, you're you're just a cheater, huh?" Like you ever had that experience where like a woman was just like, "Yeah, I cheated on him," but it was because of this, this, and this, and you were just kind of like, "Ah, yeah, I get it." Yeah. But when a man does this, like, "Oh, so you're just a cheater, right?" Yeah, women are dramatic too. Um, <laughs> in a different way, but yes, mm-hmm. yes, we are. We are so dramatic in about other things. But I think, like, the question was, like, we're, everybody makes mistakes. I think mm-hmm. yes, but I don't think that people face repercussions the way men do. Like, men men have to... And the whole question came around, you know, giving you an example of, of somebody that I don't think is taking care of themselves. I mm-hmm. think it's a man who has made multiple mistakes and hasn't taken the time to just stop and be like, shit, I need... Every action that I've done in the past five years has been to make up for this one mistake. And is this what my life is going to be like for the rest of my life? And I think women don't, I think women bounce back from that faster. Like, I don't think it would take a woman five years to be like, all right, I'm, I'm good. I've learned what I needed to. Let me move on. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you, said, you said you had three right when, I, right when he finished the question. So it's not like you had these, you've been thinking about these for a minute. I think about this all the time. I think about this stuff all the time because I have a little brother who I raised. So he's now 21, so he's not that little. But I'm constantly thinking about how do I reinforce gender stereotypes to him and Mm -hmm. how am I contributing to him truly being a good man? Mm -hmm. And like, what does that mean for him? Mm -hmm. And he challenges me sometimes. And I think that this is another thing that we're seeing with younger generations that they're really challenging gender norms. Mm -hmm. You know, you see like Mm -hmm. men wearing dresses and you see women like not shaving. We're like, 
Honestly, me got boss. See, actually, the Smith children are a perfect example. (laughs) They're a perfect example. The Smith children, like, they're definitely new generation, and they're definitely challenging a lot of gender norms. And they're super different. And if they're different to us, imagine what they're like to our grandparents, Mm. right? right? But... So can you can you repeat uh, the three points one more time? Okay, so I think my first point was it was um, redefine what it is to be a man for yourself. Like mm-hmm. think about it, think about it. And then one A was challenge what it is to be a man. Oh, this man was really taking notes. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes you, you get lost. Sometimes you just you start talking. Too. What you mean? No, no, I, I should. I'm terrible. I'm trash. I told you, man, was trash. <laughs> <laughs> And number two was um, power dynamic. Power dynamic. A- and analyze in a moment when you feel like you're being a good man. Analyze what the power dynamic that, that you're creating is. Um, and then the third one, third one was be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Well, yeah. There you have it. So can we just do a recap real quick? We, we unpacked a, a lot. Yeah, we un- we definitely unpacked we a lot. We really did. Yeah. So I'm just going. What I what I kind of asked um. You know, we were we were asking how does she feel men of the twenty first century are today, uh, as far as you know, the you know the way we carry ourselves, respect we show towards women, the mindset that we have, and then that whole emotional component that goes with that. I talked about do you feel like women need or want a man? You kind of unpack the difference between the two, and then you told us that you don't need a man. You just you want a man. You don't need him to you know feel every day. And then uh, we also uh, talked about what we feel like we could do better in society. Those were the questions that I asked, so that's what I reflected on. I mean, Brian can also talk about questions. Yeah, so just we talked about a little bit about, like, the, the statement of what does it mean, like, women ain't shit. And we kind of just came to the conclusion that women ain't shit also, but just men aren't. Which I think we already knew. Shit. But he just kind of. Is that, is, that is that the word we use, shittier? I think it was men trashier. Men are shittier, trashier. <laughs> So we're both trash, but we're both trying to figure it out at the same time. And during that maturation process, you're always just trying to figure it out. So you're going to be trash through that maturation process. It's just we just a little trashier with it. Y'all are always ahead of mm-hmm. us. So that's fine. And then we talked about just uh, how you want to see a man uh, grow and improve. And uh, you brought up your three points. And your three points, again, were um, just redefine what it is to be a man. And uh, 1B was challenge what it is to be a man. And then um, 2 was uh, just uh, the power dynamic. So when it comes to the power dynamic, just give us a quick example of that again. The power dynamic is any time that you're doing any action that makes you feel like you're a good man, examine what power dynamic you're creating between you and your partner. Okay. And lastly, it was be kind to yourself. And that was just talking about um, just... Men, we're always harder on ourselves when it comes to the mistakes that we make, but understand that mistakes are a part of life. Women have the same mistakes, but don't take the same flat for it. But as men, we just need to stop being so hard on ourselves. Like, three baby mamas out there, like, we here to support you. Like, continue to listen to the podcast if you listen <laughs> to it. But, um, yeah, that's where we ended at. Definitely. We, we, we talked about it a lot. But, again, thank you so much for sharing. Thanks for because having Because we couldn't have done this without you. Um, we can only speak from one side of the track, from one side of the fence. Yeah. So, appreciate that. But, once again, this is Storm Matisse. And this is BA. And we are Made Men Podcast. Bringing you everything that we think every man should know, no matter if you're white, black, skinny, or fat. These are the facts in everything. 
that we think every man in the 21st century should know about savings, investing, dating, and everything else in between. Uh, once again, if you like the podcast, y'all make sure to leave comments. Uh, y'all make sure to stay tuned in because we have a lot of content we've been unpacking. Miss Lena, thank you so much for coming uh, today to help us out with this. this we know how much you despise this city, so thank you very much. Yeah. Fresh smell of trash just doesn't sit well with everyone. Okay. We've gotten used to it. Thank you for having me. I think this is very important. I think it's important for men to listen to this. So also, just go ahead and plug your podcast. Like, give them like a little background on what your podcast is about. Tell them where to follow you at. Like, all that. Just go ahead. Okay. So I'm really bad at these, but um, I have a podcast called The Activist Hustle, which highlights millennials and Gen Zs, so people our age who are out there trying to do something for their communities, similar to what you're doing, right? Um, So I interview them, and we've covered everything from racism, oppression, assimilation, immigration, mental health in our communities. Um, So it's every handle for it is Activist Hustle. So it's at Activist Hustle on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, and you can find me on Instagram as Lena Maria 327 Alright, there it is. There it is. So y'all stay tuned. We'll be back next week and we appreciate you listening. Episode 11, Lock the Fuck In. <laughs>